0: hey what's going on guys welcome back to the jeremy scott fitness podcast radio show coming to you on this sunday september 20th 2020 well it's a crazy day uh we're talking about 13 steps to achieving total self-love and i have heather back on the podcast with me so heather welcome hey guys before we start rambling on like crazy a quick reminder we are kicking off our next uh, online coaching program it is actually our 28 day intermittent fasting for fat loss challenge I have done this for a couple of years now and we basically update it every single year so now I believe the workouts are all new inside of here or at least new to this program if you will and obviously If you guys are interested in intermittent fasting and just the fasting protocols in general, again, it doesn't have to necessarily be geared towards fat loss, although I do believe it is the easiest uh, eating option for that. It has worked for me. It's personally how I've eaten for the past over a decade now, which is crazy to me how old I'm getting. And uh, I don't know if it's the most important thing uh, in my health and fitness life, but it definitely is at the top probably three, and it has changed the way that... I feel it's changed the way that I can kind of live my life and still enjoy certain things. And I just, I can really live my my leanest and my healthiest and my happiest. And more important than all those things, I feel my best uh, doing it this way. I have the most energy. I'm not bloated. I don't have nearly as many issues in terms of like digestion and, and things I, I can eat and can't eat. I just... I feel amazing doing it. That's why we put the program together so we can deliver it to other people. And again, there's multiple fasting protocols we take you through so you don't have to do exactly what I do. I walk you through what I've done in the past and kind of my progression over the last 10 years and we find something that fits almost everybody's lifestyle. So is it for everyone? No, uh, it's not. But if you guys are interested, uh, the link is in my Instagram bio right now. Uh, I'm actually gonna put it in the newsletter. I believe it's coming on Wednesday, but it's just jeremyskyfitness.com slash Dash fasting is the actual site. And again, if you guys are interested in that, hit me up. Again, 100% can be done online. We do have some spots for local people who want to pop in. We're kicking that off October the 5th, so I think you have 13 days left uh, to register. Again, we coach you every step of the way in terms of the eating protocols. I think there's even probably like 30 plus unique recipes in there as well if you want to keep things a little bit sexy. And then obviously we deliver the workouts that will melt your face off so if you guys have questions hit me up and i'm happy to offer a small podcast discount code as well to make things easier for you and uh so that's what we got going on so if you're interested hit me up asap for the podcast discount code otherwise just register and we'll crush it starting october 5th for the next 28 days and you can get your fasting on so
1: yeah i'm excited it'll be good i typically i would say majority of the week i fast um I'm more fl- about the flexible flexibility of the fasting um, but I, I would say most days of the week I do practice intermittent fasting. there's some some mornings where I'm actually really hungry in the morning depending on how active I was or what I did the the day before but it um, it's helped me a lot too and I really enjoy it and again there's options for everybody so and I will be active in our private coaching group as well, sharing as much as I can with you all.
0: Yes. If you
1: care. Yes.
0: (laughs) Everybody cares. We value your feedback and your comments and all your sharing. And just
1: the female perspective, I think it's important.
0: Yes, I I don't offer that uh, as often. So uh, that's what we got going on. But today's episode, or before that, what's new, Heather? How are you doing? Good?
1: Well, things are looking up (laughs) in my life. Do you want to
0: share with the world what you got going on?
1: So I found out that I will be brought back, so I will be working. Um, I have one week left of living it up, living my best furlough life, and I'm going to take advantage of it, and then I'll start back with my company on the 28th of September and be on temporary assignment, uh, filling in for some one of my team members, and... Uh, hopefully, you know, in January, I will have other options um, to consider from there.
0: So least <laughs> but I'm just to happy
1: to, to be back and help out the team and just move forward. So,
0: How excited were you when they called you?
1: I just kind of felt relieved, and I I was honored to... It's one of my girlfriends who's in California, and she's on maternity leave, so it worked out really well um, that I could cover her accounts, and I just feel blessed to have the opportunity to be working again, and I have a greater sense of appreciation for my job, and I think that was a good kind of um, wake-up call, or maybe it's just what I needed to have this time off to reset, reevaluate, and realized um, yeah how grateful I am for
0: because you were over you were over the furlough stuff after about week two I think
1: yeah you know I've had this is
0: about six months in I just
1: I don't do well not having my routine and just my own independent work is important to me and it's just a freedom I just need it in my life so it will be i'll just feel normal again i just have not felt normal for six months so i'm ready <laughs>
0: yeah because your demeanor changed like immediately after yeah they called you and you told everybody in here oh yeah I like was you like, had to tell Oh, here because I- heather angela but again like we these when i say that like all the people here we all know each other's
1: shit. Well, and they've been like, asking me, and yeah, we, well, just we two it, weeks ago, I yeah. was told I was extended furlough till March 21, so it's like, it's been changed so many times, so I was just trying to give an update to everybody, like, hey, I'm not feeling like a loser anymore, I'm going to actually be working. No,
0: you're, <laughs> you immediately shifted. But I know what you mean, though, like, you feel just the same, even though it's like, it's not your, it's not the position that you've always done, It's but it's something.
1: And still, like, basically the same thing yeah. on my team, same
0: but it's just like you have some. It's the uncer It's like one of the six human needs. It's like the uncertainty of things is what I think drives most people crazy. Like we'd rather either know or not know, right? And like this, like kind of purgatory state you're stuck in is almost worse than, you know, saying, "Hey, your job's gone. You peace out," because at least then you can make a definitive right drug and choice. It
1: just was. It's just. It's a very confusing situation, and it's a very um, interesting season of life for those that like your job wasn't eliminated but you're they're holding your job and furlough status so it just is very confusing and so to have an answer and an opportunity that I could make a decision like felt amazing
0: and even though like we're married and everything is all ours together but
1: your demeanor changed too you were like so happy I could tell
0: (laughs) well because I could see you were different instantly and I'm like you just you were i don't want to say you've been weird but i've been weird you've been weird <laughs> you've been weird so it's like i could see like you're like jacked you feel like okay and you keep saying like i'm a loser and i'm like you're not a loser you're just like in this weird boat that like millions of other americans and brand. i know
1: and going <laughs> today's topic self-love like don't, yes, talk, I don't, don't talk to yourself I've, like that. that's negative talk and i should not call myself a loser part of it is like i joke about it but yeah, there's moments where I definitely feel like truth a <laughs>
0: layered. There's truth layered in that when we say that shit, though. Because you feel like, for us, like, yes, it's all our stuff. Like, we're married. It's all our money. But you still, and this is how we all phrase it. Like, you like to make your own money. Right. Even though, like, we share it, it's, yes. you still went. Like, when you go to, like, when we do stuff here, a lot of it you do, you help me with. But I don't, like, when I wake up at four in the morning, I feel like I earned that because you are laying in bed sleeping you're not earning that yeah like when you go to marriott and you close a deal or something like i didn't do shit for that
1: or if we go on a trip and we stay at a property like i feel this sense of i'm you, proud
0: yeah you did that i'm
1: proud that like we i can provide this experience for I'm, us
0: we're not staying at those places without
1: it with a regular right no now. <laughs> i'm
0: not i'm not a 600 hundred dollar a night hotel room kind of guy i'm about a 94 four dollar a night guy that's but we can stay at the 600 Hard Night Places for the 90 bucks. And that's what you do, though. But you're doing that. So, like, you, I, for you, you could see, like, well, I'm not working and doing my stuff, so I'm not making the money. I
1: just felt great, like, after I got that call, <laughs> I immediately go to Nordstrom. And I just start, like, buying clothes. And I with the, just With felt, the
0: paychecks that aren't there yet, yes. Yeah, but you're <laughs> making money, so you could cover me for a little bit. Yeah.
1: And I was just like felt so happy (laughs)
0: it's a little things right it's a little things but no i'm happy for you for sure it's nice thank you and uh but you know we have had friends who were in the other boat we just had dinner last night with two really good friends where her job is done like and she's not going back to it yeah and you can see like you know they're sad about it because you worked for something and built something for so long and then it's like you kind of have to change gears and shit. And sometimes it's a blessing in disguise, and I think for her it will be.
1: No, I think so, too.
0: But it's just, you can see it in people, and it sucks. If you're listening out there and you are on furlough, or they, you got laid off, or like, oh, it sucks, dude. I don't have a, a sexy answer for you. But maybe in it's an opportunity to do something that you always wanted to do, or you're forced to do something that ultimately, maybe not two months from now, but maybe a year from now, I'd be like, you know, that was actually a, a blessing in disguise
1: or like our other client who was on furlough the same exact period of time as me. She's just started this past week and she was off for six months. And and again, like we were talking uh, Saturday's workout and she was just saying uh, like how I feel, we just have a greater sense of appreciation now and you have maybe some more clarity. And I definitely felt lost during this period of time and I still kind of feel that way you know as far as like what should i be doing moving forward or having those questions keep popping up what you know am i doing the right thing or it's just a very confusing time so i think it's natural to kind of feel all those different emotions yeah and i think if
0: if anything for people if it can and maybe you realize like, wow, I really like doing this or this sucks. I hate doing this, but at least it'll give you some internal clarity. But I think for most people, and I could be completely off base here because I work for myself and I've been so out of touch with reality of what the corporate people go through. But sometimes like, you know what, I do appreciate it way more because when I didn't have it, I realized I liked this, this and this about it. And I really did enjoy it. And this is part of And you had some of that, too. Mm-hmm. I think along the way, so it's cool for everybody. So I hope everybody can slowly start to get back to whether it was what they were doing, or they take this opportunity to like shift gears and do something they always wanted to do, or learn a new skill, or take some uh, previous skills that they had and do it. Where I think the worst thing you can do is just sit at home and call yourself a loser because that's not going to get you anywhere. Right. And so you have to love yourself and you got to put yourself out there and you got to be proactive with all these things cause and
1: that's what i was doing this entire time so i'm i have no regrets and and but i also took the time to just enjoy the days that i could and and make the best of this weird weird ass time
0: <laughs> man i think you did yeah i mean it was in, in even next week
1: i know i'm just i'm gonna live it up
0: you always do, Because when
1: am I going to have this unique Hopefully period? Hopefully never. Yeah.
0: never again. <laughs> Hopefully never, it's ever like again.
1: It's like the law. Lo- it was a spring break and a summer break that I've never had.
0: Well, I, we, last night at dinner, I'm like... We were talking. I'm like, it feels like we didn't even have a summer. I know. Like, because I haven't seen Dave since May.
1: Yeah, we and, hadn't seen them. And,
0: like, usually, like, we, we always are together in Minnesota. Like, we all travel together. I grew up with him. Like, it's this thing. And it's like, it didn't even happen. It's like... There's a blur. July didn't even happen
1: for me. Yeah, July and August. August started to get a little bit better, but anyway. anyway.
0: Glad to be here today. Yes. So, we are... That's what's going on in our world. So, hopefully, all of you guys are starting to get back to normal and doing some cool shit. And I do feel... I said this yesterday. I started to feel kind of better, like, two days ago. And what I mean is, like, I just started to feel like... I don't want to say normal because that's probably not the right word, but I just felt like kind of good. And I had like a little bit of swag back. I'm like, was working out. I'm like, I had a really good workout. And like, I had really good conversations Mm -hmm. with all the people who are here and people inquiring about actually working out in a gym again.
1: And people that we hadn't seen that coming coming back back. this weekend. So it was just It was nice. It's good. A lot of positives lately. Because you
0: see how much we need each other and we need that shit. And I think we're all independent people, right? Like, I am a robot. You are independent of, like, your parents and your family and whatever. Like, we're all part of a family. We're all part of a community. We're all individuals. But I think for me now, I'm like, we do need each other as humans. Like, we do better together than we do, you know, individually. Mm -hmm. And we rely on people for referrals, for this, for this, or just, hey, can you watch this? Or can you pick up this? Or can – like, we do a lot of stuff together. And I think that is a piece that's missing. And I'm like, wow, I really – I said to the guy that was in here that day, I'm like, I really just like people. Like, as much of an anti social, like huge, you know, crowd person I am, like, I do like hanging out with the people here and training and working out. It's fun. I miss it. I know. So it's nice to be coming back. Yes. So, with that said, we are talking about 13 steps to achieving total self love. Some of these. I'm good at some of these not so much and Heather you're the same I agree most people (laughs) it's always
1: a work in progress I don't I don't know if you can ever really can you achieve total self-love like a 100%
0: probably after listening to this podcast you can Uh, I mean
1: I'd hope by the time I'm like hopefully I live to 90 years old well I
0: think I'll put it this way I don't think of it you know when people will say they're never satisfied you know or then they're They're always critical of themselves. Sometimes that is the case. But sometimes it's just you have high expectations. And so I don't think that is saying like, oh, I suck. I'm terrible. I'm a loser. We just sometimes expect so much out of ourselves, which it's a gift and a curse because it's what pushes you. But it also, it hinders you in trying to like appreciate and celebrate. And I'm terrible at that, at celebrating things. Like when I, if we achieve something or do something or it happens, (laughs) I just kind of like, yeah, yeah, cool. I just keep it moving. But you're always... I think I'm pretty good at celebrating. You're, yeah, you're, you're pretty, yeah. You want to celebrate everything. You're You're an American. Yeah, everything is a celebration. Uh, there's a balance in there. I'm not... I'm terrible. And you're... You're not like... A crazy, I'm not extreme. You're not crazy with it. But yeah. you... Like, hey, we need to celebrate this. And I'm like... Eh. And I just try to keep it moving. Uh, but there's something to be said about that. And there's some there's something in between there. And so I think for a lot of us, it's... Not that we hate ourselves, but we just, we put these expectations on ourselves that aren't unrealistic, but they're just, they're very, yeah. very high. When we fall short, it's that perfectionist, you know. The
1: fear of failure is huge.
0: Yeah. And so I guess the first thing we'll touch on, which we talked about before many times in this podcast, is just stop comparing yourself to others. And I think that is probably the biggest one. This is probably the first two are probably the, f- the number one or two things that people it's what's dragging them down, right? The most when, and again, I didn't watch the social media thing you did, but I think that probably plays into it. Obviously, when you compare right. your life to everyone else's, you see on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn or wherever is
1: going on, and it's a and dangerous you're comparing game, comparing every aspect of your life, your body, your career, your relationship to somebody else, which comparing is natural. But it's very dangerous, and I just watched the Social Dilemma documentary, which I think they did—they did a great job with uh, creating that documentary. Highly it. But uh, it, I struggle with this still. I've gotten better, but it's definitely something that has taken me over um, at different times in my life. And once you can really just start focusing on yourself and your journey i know it's easier said than done but you'll have a shift of energy and you'll have a sense of like freedom when you're just focusing on you and realizing like there's only one you you can't you can't be anybody else but yourself and you have your one life to make it the best that you can make
0: well you have gifts like that other people don't and you have negative things other people don't but you what we do is we single out one thing and we compare that one thing i will say this uh i've never been a huge comparison person i mean in sports you do it but that's apples yeah. to apples like you'd be like oh this dude and then you but i think sports do help it with the comparisons of because sometimes here's what happens when there's you play healthy sports.
1: competition for
0: sure but here's what happens when you play sports and you get up in the higher levels people are just better than you unless you're jordan Like people Mm -hmm. are just better than you. And And, that's just a pill you have to swallow. And you
1: have to learn to just, that's humbling.
0: And you tip your cap to them. And then, but you just control what you can control. I might not have the natural gifts of this guy, this guy, and this guy, but I have this as a gift. So Mm -hmm. I can double down on my strengths and I can work on the weaknesses, but I can only be the best of me. And you can't, (laughs) people hold grudges though. And they just, it's this jealousy, envy, horseshit. The one thing, and that's probably the only arena of life I really did. Obviously, when I was a kid, I was broke. Like I remember, like you would we would take, you know, like a school bus to your your high school sports and stuff, and I would like look out the window and be like, man, it'd be super dope to live in that house and that house and that house. I probably stopped doing that as in a later teenager, because you start to realize I'm like, that's not reality for most people, and like you never know, obviously, what people are going through. But the one thing that did help me is like. I started to understand there's enough opportunity for everybody. And I think that's what people fail to realize. Like we live in, in Scottsdale. And last time we went to dinner with our friends. And then we we drove through some of the neighborhoods. And it's like some of these houses are like $10 million.
1: Like dream neighborhoods. There,
0: it's it's, it's <laughs> insane. But it's, and I always say to you, it's not really your dream. Though. I know. Because the pain that comes with living there is going to outweigh the there's happiness always going to be sacrifices. But what I'm saying is I don't look at anybody's home or car or body or anything else and have this envy and jealousy and I mean this with all sincerity there's zero percent of me that has that because what I realized a long time ago and maybe because I get to hang out with older people who are much smarter than me was there's enough opportunity for all of us like if you want to take business right like there's a gym right here right here and right here there's three gyms within a baseball's throw of me here I want them to all be successful, I want them to all make money, I want them to all be as busy as they want to be. And that's not going to detract from from us and what we do because there's enough people to help where we can all be successful. There's enough opportunity for everybody to make money where we all could live in a $10 million house if we wanted to. like We could all pay off our debts if we hustled, worked hard enough if we wanted to. Some people start off on third base, some people start off at first, I get that, but there is enough opportunity for everybody. So why am I going to compare to somebody else's? If I want to get something, I have the the opportunity to go out and work for it. But most people don't approach it that way. And they don't understand the sacrifice that it takes to get certain things. And they only see the finished product, but not the the work underneath. And that's the Mm -hmm. hard part for a lot of people is just to look at it from one facet, which it's insane to do. So, which brings me to number two. Don't worry about other people's opinions which is damn near as bad as comparing yourself to others
1: right and that's another area that's always a, a work in progress for me because part of me is a people pleaser and i wouldn't say i'm an extreme people pleaser but yeah, not anymore like you can't yeah i've gotten way better because you can't make everyone happy and it's impossible and you have to like let it go and it's like a waste of time and your energy, and it slows down your own journey, because you're so consumed with what everyone else is thinking of you.
0: But you don't even know what they're thinking of you. That's the crazy thing. It's mm-hmm. what you think they're thinking of you,
1: or even what society thinks or expects of you.
0: You can't if you if you do that. You can you, never win. No, because you can never you can never please everyone. I don't care who you are. And if you're the vanilla person that kind of lives in the middle and tries to, people will hate you just because of that, though. Oh, you never take a stance. You're just this. And I don't think you have to have an opinion on everything. And I don't think you have to have a, a public you know, outcry about whatever single thing that goes on. You just have to do what you feel mm-hmm. is best for you. And I always approach it as if, you know, I don't care what anybody thinks except the people that I care about. That's it no offense to anybody who's listening or follows on YouTube and Instagram I really don't give a shit if you like some of the stuff that I put out if it's not for you it's not for you
1: and don't don't follow it it
0: doesn't matter like I had a lady the other day I was I, I was working out and she's like uh, what did she write No oh, I saw oh, it Oh my god <laughs> I I'm, I'm trying to remember how she worded it. I did, I, haven't, I haven't replied to comments in like 3 days but it was like please stand for something other than your body unfollowing and i'm like okay
1: which is so frustrating F- first
0: of all i'm a fit it's it's the the instagram page was when i created it if you go back to the first couple posts it's jeremy scott fitness first of all we share fitness on there mm-hmm. i think there's people who will probably get annoyed of me that i share shit other than fitness like these podcasts or recipes or what i think are like Positive quotes to put out in the world, and I do take stances on certain things, but I'm not a, a political person, I'm not in it for this. I'm not here to argue with you about like religion or sex, that's not my thing. Um, I have the beliefs that I have, but I don't have an obligation to take a stand on everything, and I have no need to. I go, but you would go to a fitness, I'm a however you want to call it, like it's called Jeremy Scott Fitness, even though some of these podcasts have little to do with fitness, and be mad that I posted a video about exercise.
1: When you have all, what, 350 episodes all catering to trying to help people not just look good in a swimsuit, but it's so much more about how to live a healthy, happy lifestyle. Yes.
0: There, there's emotional things. There's spiritual things like that are all connected. But again,
1: with- it's someone quick to judge who doesn't know you, who doesn't even know all the facets of the business that you have and what you stand for. And, and
0: the point of sharing it is like... It doesn't matter to me.
1: And you're really good about just not caring what well, trolls and stuff I, say to you. It,
0: well, it bothers, here's the crazy thing. I'm going to unfollow you, and you're going to take the time to write that to me. No offense. Like, who cares? Do you think I give a shit? Like, like, we're You're not a client of ours. You're not somebody we're clearly trying to help, and you're not somebody that we can help. So what would it matter if you're not going to, like, watch all the free dope shit we give out, you crazy person? Like, that's how I... But that, again, that, that's you just
1: have to look at their probably struggling in areas of their life where they have to reach out to people and be negative because they're having issues in their own life.
0: Well, and I would tell anybody out there who struggles with that, you know, I'm worried about what my mom thinks or my dad thinks or my family thinks or... I don't know how you navigate that because I do not give a shit. I just... I I don't want my family to obviously hate me and, and the people here who come here, you know, think I'm an idiot for the things I say and do. The only... Measure I live by is: Are the things that I'm saying and writing and the things we put on video, are they doing good in the world? Mm -hmm. Do is my intention to help people by sharing positive information or things that are funny or things that they can help them or things that can put them in a good mood? That's literally what we try to do here. It it all drives from that, and if I kind of live my life by that baseline, is. Am I providing value to the world with what I'm about to share here and do? Whether that be educational, motivational, inspirational, or comical, or somewhere in between. I don't care about people's opinions about it. Everything can't be for them, and that's okay. I don't want to be for everybody, and everybody's not for me. But I think you have to approach your life that way. I really do. Otherwise, I agree. It's, otherwise, it's drive yourself crazy. And it
1: takes effort. Like, for me, every day, I try to keep it... I try to touch on it when I do my mindset or meditation time in the morning and set positive intentions for myself and some days yeah it's it's touching on the comparison or the opinions of others or um, negative self-talk that I'm trying to change for myself so it's constantly like you have to work at it it's just not gonna all of a sudden Change like you have to take the steps and the time to practice it to get better in those like weaknesses areas of your life
0: And if you are a person who wants to like have a personal brand or be somebody who speaks you know their truth and be somebody who wants to actually help people outside of a really small circle of your friends, there's going to be people who get th- over it. There's some people who think you suck. And you're terrible. And if you can't get past mm-hmm. it, you can never, you could never live this life for a day. Well, it It'll even, cripple you.
1: Like I was not confident about even doing podcasts for a really long time, and you weren't. And it just was like I had to just challenge drive me, myself. Drive me crazy, by the way. To like overcome because I was scared of what people would think. And I'm just like I'm so sick of living my life like that I'm gonna be 35 like I don't want to be 65 and still having to hold myself back because I'm too scared of about everyone's gonna judge you in life and you just have to like realize that it's gonna happen and let it go and just focus on being the best person that you can be and and just doing what makes you happy and not caring if if it doesn't make if it annoys people or it's not for them, then...
0: Yeah, it's going to. But they're choosing to listen to it. you yeah. always baffles me. You're like, I don't want to do the podcast. I'm like, you do presentations in front of these people talking about like millions of dollars. of Like you're doing things that are so much more crucial than just coming on and bullshitting with me. <laughs> you're like... And you'd be like, oh, I'm scared. I'm like, you're, you already do it live though. We're just on mics. And it's just me and you. Yeah. just like we're talking at home. It's so different. Now you're good. But you were worried, like, well what if people think I sound stupid in this and I'm like I'm like, Well, if you sound dumb, I'm like
1: Well, I just want it to be valuable and helpful for other people and relatable, so I kept challenging myself to practice, be better and I still want to get better. Um, but it it's something it was one of my furlough goals that I set for myself and I'm very proud that I've been able to overcome some of the comparison or caring about what other people think during this six-month period.
0: Yeah, you've made a big jump, man. It's huge. And you're so much better off for it, though. I know. So, which brings us to number three. Allow yourself to make mistakes. I'm pretty good at this one. I make a lot of mistakes.
1: <laughs> Same here. Um,
0: I know a lot of people struggle with the... the Be perfect, stuff.
1: Right here. Yeah, you're. It's like the perfectionism thing is just hard to get over, and the fear of failure. And I am very hard on myself, and sometimes I let that consume me. So it's just not. It's like a recipe for disaster.
0: But it it always. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not the uh, perfectionist person. I like things to be good. For sure, but I understand like you can have multiple iterations of something. Like if you want to take this fasting program that if you guys do it in a couple weeks, we've probably ran this for five years, maybe maybe longer, honestly, and we've probably revamped it, updated it ten times in those five years. Would I should I have waited five years? And not helped the hundreds and hundreds probably it's probably a thousand people have went through this program at this point shouldn't I not have helped those 1000 people because it wasn't perfect yet. And is this version going to be perfect? Is this the last time we're going to update it or are we going to do stuff, you know, in the future? Right. I'm more of a ready fire aim person mm-hmm. than like a ready aim fire cuz otherwise I guess in this life of what I do, I'd be crippled. I would
1: You wouldn't uh, get anything done. No.
0: And I still we dude, I still fuck up stuff like and I always will take the blame for it even if Monica messes it up
1: (laughs) well and it goes along with you know you're constantly changing and growing and evolving and who you are today and who you'll be in the future like you have control over that but you can't live always dwelling on your mistakes and in the past because you'll never be able to move forward in the direction that you want to move
0: and you just gotta be easier on yourself Like, you can't drive yourself into the dirt. Like,
1: you can have a moment, but then realizing, like, you can't just sit in that horrible negative space for the whole day. Like, you can have a little feel bad for yourself or be mad at yourself moment, and then it's like, okay, like, give yourself a pep talk and be like, move on. You'll be better tomorrow, or you're going to get it next time, or, you know, just cut yourself some slack. (laughs)
0: What's <laughs> the process? I. It's why I have a problem with school. Like, oh, you should go to school and get all straight A's. I'm like, do you know how unrealistic that is? Like, you should master these seven different things and get perfect straight A's in all of them. What, excuse me when I say this, like, what fucking job do you go to where you do seven different jobs? Like, you're, you work in the hospitality industry. Imagine if you had to do seven different roles. How terrible you would be at all seven. Like, if I had to come here and do... I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, you do, you wear multiple hats. But if I was really the accountant here, and I was really the financial advisor, and I was the coach, and I was the owner, and I was the manager, and I was the janitor, it, w- it would suffer so terribly. Yet we're ex- we expect... And this is my rant about education. We expect people to... I don't have an answer for it either. We expect people to master all these different areas. This is not realistic. Mm-hmm. You're lucky in, in your life if you can be reach a level of a mastery at maybe one thing if you if you're really diligent about it because i don't think perfect exists for most people for any being and you honestly. don't
1: know until you try something and that's something i have always tried to remind myself and <laughs> it's it's hard but i i don't want to have regret in my life
0: no and you have to like, put yourself out there mistakes altering.
1: are going to happen failure is going to happen and the most successful people in life have failed so many times to get to where they are today
0: and i don't think you've ever had a perfect day at work or a perfect anything for that matter and so your
1: relationship it's not going to be perfect all the time like
0: unless you're married to me God, it's pretty close then
1: (sighs) all right next one is called (laughs) is that we're on number four
0: remember your value doesn't lie in how your body looks unless you're shredded then it certainly does Oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired uh, That is true though your, your body is your business card I will say that people do judge you on how you look Even though I don't believe it is correct Your value of life Does not just exist In how pretty you are Or what your hair looks like Or what your body fat percentage is You are You're so much more than that yet And this is coming from me everybody Uh, A lot of people in fitness, they derive everything from their self-image. And I'll share the story really quick. I was out to dinner with David Jack and BJ Ghidor, and DJ asked me, he's like, if your body was taken away from you tomorrow, how would you be with that? And I don't really know. I think I would try to – it would be tough at first. I would try to manage it best I could. Because I know I'm more thankful for my brain and my experiences and the resiliency of my life, but I admittedly, like, my body, I put a lot of time into it to take care of it because it's my vehicle, and I like the way it looks and moves and feels, and I derive a lot of my self-confidence from that, feeling like I can kick the shit physically out of the world. It feels good, but my entire value of a person, I won't just be remembered for that. Some of you might know me as that. Oh, he's the shirtless guy on Instagram, but that's not who I am, like... yeah, 99% of the people here who we actually work with, and I'm talking, like, not our friends. Our friends never see me with the shirt off, almost ever, unless we're at a pool party. And even then, it's fucking rare. The people here see me in joggers and a t-shirt mm-hmm. or a hoodie every day. That's not how they look at me as they'll just Jeremy the body. He's Jeremy. Yeah, he's our coach. We know he's fit, but we don't just see that. He's the person who helps us every day. And if I'm saying that, I hope you all understand that, like, your value of life does not lie in how your body looks and how attractive you are or aren't.
1: And it's such a distraction, I think especially for women because we have the societal beauty standards that are th- are thrown They're in crazy. our face at, you know, literally birth, I feel like. And I know men struggle with it too, body image and not how like they women, look, though. but nothing compared to how it is for women especially now with social media being so much a part of our life it's something I struggle with still and it's something I've had to really work on for myself obviously being married to you and the fitness industry and you doing it for your job I'm also competitive and I, I like to set goals for myself but you know I have to be realistic um, especially when I'm working again it's like I have a I have a corporate job that has nothing to do with fitness industry, so it's not my job to look, <laughs> you know, the ideal fitness person.
0: No, you could gain a hundred pounds and still do your <laughs> job. You would would hate yourself, but I'm like, you it really doesn't affect your the task of it as long as you have energy I'm to just, do it.
1: I try to focus on how I feel, how proud I am of how my body moves and obviously yeah, like I wanna look good, feel good. And you have a sense of self-love through that and confidence, but don't let it consume you. And I was looking at this infographic on Victoria Garrick's uh, Instagram, and it's so true. Women are so confused, so overwhelmed by the beauty standards and what we've been sold and how we should even eat and work out. For example, this infographic has this picture of a girl basically like going crazy in her head and with all these different thoughts and I'll just read them. Be toned but not muscular. Eat three meals a day. Eat six small meals a day. You need an hourglass body but don't be too curvy. Don't run, lift weights. Stop lifting, start running. Get abs, not too defined. Don't drink too much water. You'll be bloated. Make your butt bigger, but keep your legs small. And like, I'll be honest. I've had all these thoughts in my head, and very confused about nutrition growing up. And um, I sometimes, when I, I can over over-exer- over exercise, which is not good. You can. <laughs> yes, um, you do. Or you know, I get mad at myself because I had too many drinks, or I ate too much sugar. And it's like something that I really try to work on for myself. And I've definitely made strides, but I have an athletic body type. I have thighs. I played soccer. I played sports growing up. And I sometimes would be like, gosh, I want my legs to be smaller or my stomach to be leaner or um, I need to run. I don't need to lift weights as much because I'm going to look too you know, bulky. And I know Jeremy yeah, hates yeah. when I say that.
0: Yeah. Cause you're going explain... to be Colleen Fosh in like <laughs> 10 minutes. If but it's like, lifting. I have
1: shoulders, you know, I was built a certain way and, and it's sad that society sells you on a certain image and you have to have all these different thoughts in your mind as a woman. And it's very confusing and it's very, distracting, and it takes away from you living a happy life if you let it consume you, and it's just something I wanted to touch on because it's so important to get control of it and get help if you need help, Um, whether it's you're struggling with an eating disorder, um, I've struggled with binge eating um, before in college and even after college. So I know what that feels like and it's, it sucks because you get so hard on yourself for doing it and emotional eating. I've struggled with that. Um, but you have to love your, love yourself for who you are, embrace it. And obviously you can improve it and make yourself better, but don't get obsessed about it because it's just going to steal away precious moments and time out of your life.
0: Well, yeah, it's not. It isn't real. It's not realistic from like birth because like you look at Barbies. Like if you took Barbies, oh like gosh, if you yeah. took Barbie's dimensions, like how she'd be like six foot two, you know, and weigh a hundred and ten pounds and have like a twenty inch waist and like these giant boobs and like it's just a, it's an unrealistic image and that. I don't think that was their intention when they started, but that it starts to play into that. And that's what comes into the only way it ever changes. I think a lot of it is a, you do have to love yourself and understand like genetics is real and you have certain gifts and and certain drawbacks. We all do. I do. Mm -hmm. You do. The person on the street does, but we have to share real shit on the internet though, too. Like there is people who are willing to do it, but very few and far Mm -hmm. between because god forbid we share something without makeup on. and i'm
1: not good about really showing i, I i've used the podcast to talk about these important issues and challenges that i have faced and i'm even guilty at not really sharing uh real photos on instagram or just not real but just being
0: <laughs> like house heather what like in your house outfits? Oh yeah, like ha- when I look the house.
1: just look like a hot mess.
0: Yeah, it's different because like dude, like I'm a dude, so like I don't wear makeup, and I just like, but dude can put a baseball hat on, and like mm-hmm. we do, we are fine with it. You guys aren't, and I don't know why. Like, I would be fine with it, but and I think it's women to other women though, which is crazy because like oh it is I, I, like we, we
1: judge each other, yeah. which is really bad. It's sad and it needs to stop. But like it's kind of this toxic. I don't know. Because, like, when you put
0: on the outfits, like, you want to look good, I guess, for me or whatever, but we're dudes, we're predators. Like, I don't care. Like, you could wear, like, a trash bag and be like, I don't have sex. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, yeah, you look good in certain things, but it's... For for, a, for me, personally, as a dude, I don't give a shit. Like, if your hair is done or if you have it in a ponytail, it's fine. Like, if you're in your gross pajamas or, like, you know, something else, like, it's it's fine for me. But you guys have a hard time, I think, sharing stuff like that. Like, some women and um, i'm not going to generalize here this really happened there's some women who would come here and would wear makeup here yeah always would never i've had women come here at six o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning with makeup on their face Mm -hmm. to work out which is to me seems insane like i couldn't imagine feeling like i had to wear makeup at five o'clock in the morning to come to a gym and train that's fucking nuts that comes from somewhere.
1: And I'm really worried about young girls, especially with social media and the, all the filters and them wanting to, even in that documentary, they're talking about how all the plastic surgeries are up with even younger girls trying to look like the filters on social media. And it's just scary. And it's sad. And it's there's so much going on with you know increase in suicides and depression of young teen girls because of this and because they don't feel worthy they don't their self-worth is directly tied to what they look like their body and what they look like and And we have to change it because we need to learn i guess as parents and just adults in general how to and it, there's boys struggle with it too but especially young girls at young ages instilling confidence in them through other areas that has nothing to do with how they look
0: yes which is that is the the more important thing and that's well, honestly it's it's the biggest way we we judge people and discriminate people is beauty of beautiful people and ugly people like it's a, it's fucked up but it's like it's just true i've said this before like it's really weird what we do as humans. Like, was Brad Pitt gonna work at Wells Fargo? No. I'm I'm dead serious. No. Like, was George Clooney gonna be your 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 checker at Safeway? No. No.
1: Because someone would scout them and be like, oh, hey. I'm
0: not saying they're not talented, but like, was Tim Riggins gonna be <laughs> your pool guy? It would probably be great for you. But like,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a dream. But like,
0: but he but like he wasn't going to like these are just beautiful. Humans and we put them on this this pedestal sometimes, and like, I'm not saying these these people don't have talent. They took a, a natural God-given gift, they got into acting or whatever, and then they ran with it. And some people in the world today just become famous because they're good looking. Yeah, which is fucking crazy to me, but hence where we live, and that's what that's what causes a lot of this. And then the the girls are like, oh, I want to look like this filter. What? Yeah, you want to look like a filter? That's insane to me. And I guess my point of driving and all that was. There's not enough people sharing the real shit. Just like unedited mm-hmm. stuff. Amber Raposa on Instagram does a good job with it. And if she's a, a beautiful woman, but she'll share, like, here's me when I'm hunched over. Yeah. I don't have abs. Here's my rolls. Here's me when I d- haven't done Botox for this long. Here's my wrinkles. Yeah. Like, here's me dying my hair. Like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There's realness in that. And there's like, you know, is she going to get as many people following her? No, she won't. And that's horseshit. I go, but that's but somebody. She's
1: creating so much more value. In awareness. And it's sad that the ones that have, you know, millions of followers that have that are very fake and don't show the real.
0: They're in their own prison with that, and I feel right. bad for them with that. I go, but you're not doing a dis- you're not doing anybody a service. Saying you're it's just al-
1: fueling the fire.
0: Yes, and i'm the first person i I say all the time like yes we film so much shirtless stuff here it's the business and it sells it just does i'm in a certain kind of shape i go but i don't that's a whole
1: nother issue sex sells yeah
0: (laughs) i I don't fake it for you guys though like i do i want to you know do a shirtless video talking i really don't i go but if I'm trying to really break through the noise, I'm going to use the tool that gets me through there. And then once you come in, it's
1: hopefully... You can
0: listen to me and I can say like, hey, man...
1: And then provide the real value.
0: But I'll also be the first person to tell you like, you don't want to live my life. You don't want to eat like no. I eat, train like I train and do what I do. This is just me. And if I, if me in the sunshine with my abs there like got you to stop and listen to it, then it served its fucking purpose. It, that's what, it's sizzle and steak is what we always if say. It
1: brought you to this podcast that makes me it. so happy
0: but it's not my value on this earth will not be remembered for that because again my hair will fall out i will get clear. i will look like bruce willis i'll be way more shredded than him but i'll just be like the old ripped guy you know like that's what i'll be <laughs> and I'm like it's it'll be weird but that's like it, it's going that way every <laughs> single day but you'll be like well he's the dude that kicks it real to me and hopefully i said something that helped you far beyond the exercise and the point i'm saying is i use it as the tool right because if i didn't look this way hundreds of thousands of you wouldn't be listening right now and you wouldn't even be able to see the exercise that you did in your garage in your backyard or with and your And that's friends. just
1: the reality of the world we live in
0: and so i use it as a tool but i do not take value in oh Well, if I'm a little bit fatter or if I'm a little bit leaner or, you know, when my hair is gone or it turns all gray or whatever happens first, like, it's just part of it. And
1: it's even something that I have to work on when I share the workout videos. I'm like, I hope, my intention is I I want, um, for those of you out there who don't do it for your job, fitness, and you are like a normal person like me that has a career I'm about to start working again um Welcome back. so I mean I've had a lot of time to work out obviously during the six months but in a normal world you know my goal is to re- is hopefully I resonate and it's relatable um to those of you who you know I don't have like six six pack abs and I'm not super lean and it's like i just that's i try deba- to just debatable. share what
0: that's debatable what super lean is, but yeah I
1: well, I, I just mean like i
0: you're super fit i'm
1: health i am a healthy looking woman that like has super a butt fit. and has like you know i'm not super low body fat and i i I'm proud of how I move, I'm proud that I fuel my body with real food. And, but I live, I live it up and enjoy my life at the same time. You do? <laughs> like this weekend. Yes. Um, and that's like...
0: That's a good example. I think that's how people.
1: it should be. And I want more women and young girls to embrace that and learn how to do that, I guess, is my point.
0: Yeah. And don't be overly critical. And don't put all your value in just that. Because if it was... Some reason taken away from you, or you just get older, which is a gift for all of us, it will not be the same, and so you have to have some other things outside of that uh We'll do number five quick, and then I gotta go pee um, <laughs> <laughs> Number five don't be afraid to let go of toxic people
1: well, this is a good one, especially with uh what's going on with our the world election and politics and all that because this is a lot of toxic, toxic people and toxic news and media. It's just, it's in our face every day. <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah. If you let it. If you let For it. For sure. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, even if I see things, I, I'm, you have the ability to turn it off or to snooze it or to not follow or to not listen or to not engage in it. So if I'm great at anything, it's, it's this, I don't. I don't let negative people in my ecosystem. I won't even message people or visit people who I think are even going to talk about shit I don't want to hear.
1: You have to sell, set boundaries for yourself with that's if that's friends or family members or coworkers. Yes. You have to protect your own energy and like your your own life and your happiness because if you don't, it's gonna consume you and these other people are gonna be you know surrounding you or the news or you know it's just it's it's just a very crazy environment right now and you have to set like you have to filter it for yourself
0: and you just have to either get rid of people or put them in a certain box in your life and they're just they're surface level friends and there's all different levels but you can't let them you know steal your energy if you will and there's some people who just like to negatively talk and banter that's their thing you know the people i'm talking about you have that friend who just likes to whine and bitch and complain about everything the weather the economy the government this 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 and i have no interest in that if you have a viewpoint that's different than mine that's totally cool i'm happy to listen to it but you're never going to change my mind on something You just can't. You can educate me for sure, and then I can take the initiative to learn about something and go deeper with it, but you're not going to change my mind on the spot as we sit and scream at each other, and yet that's what people are trying to do. I think that's toxic. There's also people in your life who, they like hate on you, right? Like they don't really support what you do. They might not openly tell you that they think you're an idiot and you suck, but they might not support your ideas. They might not support your goal, your vision, your career, your dreams. They might not like your stuff or comment on it or pay you your dues. And you can choose to just ignore that or you can just put those people in a certain box in your life and you just can't let it consume you. You just can't. And there's always going to be. Again, I think most people in the world want everybody to be happy and do good. I believe that. If I didn't, I, I would wake up every single day and come do all this. I believe most people want other people to be successful. The problem is there's this one percent of toxic humans around and some of you just have too many of those one percenters actually in your life or you might just have one or two of them and they're dragging you down they're holding you back and you gotta let that shit go
1: and it's okay to be selfish and i don't think i don't think it's selfish no it's but like putting yourself first is what i'm saying like for sure that's not being selfish is what i'm trying to say is like you have to protect yourself
0: and you just you already know you have those certain friends who there's just certain, and again they might and it might not be with everything it might be just certain topics that they're toxic with. It, typically, it's you know religion or politics or something that's more glaring. Or it might be this current situation, you know, we COVID. should we should go out in public, we should stay at home, you know, we should wear a mask when we're in the ocean by ourselves, we should only wear a mask inside, like whatever it is, like everybody and again doesn't matter to me like you whatever your belief is is cool I think everybody should be able to do what they feel is best for them without pushing their over aggressive agendas on other people especially if it makes other people feel uncomfortable and it drags them down my advice would be to just surround yourself with positive humans in positive environments more often than not
1: 100 percent.
0: and you just got to take response and if and if you're listening and you're a toxic person and you are an overly negative person, a glass half empty person, you have to start taking responsibility for the energy that you put out into the world around other people and see how other people hear you and see you and how they interact with you. I'm not saying you have to value their opinion, but just know if your life sucks, sometimes it's because the stuff you're doing sucks.
1: And be aware of it. Like have self-awareness now more than ever. I think it's so important for people to understand that about and learn about themselves in that area
0: because you don't ever and I, it always comes back to you never know what other people are chewing through and what they're, mm-hmm. what's going on in their life that's why I tend not to judge people because I'm like even if someone's an asshole to me I'm like you know what I'll give them the benefit of the doubt like maybe they're just going through some shit and maybe this is their way of manifesting it and throwing it out so I don't take it personal but I also don't have to engage in it and keep it in my atmosphere because I have no room for Toxicity and negativity at all. I can't. I can't do it. I'm too productive when I'm positive.
1: Stay away, people. Stay away.
0: <laughs> so uh that brings us to number six. But let me. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick and we'll come right back in a second, go you, you. <laughs> guys. All right, guys. We are back and we are on to number six. Process. Your fears, being afraid, sometimes. Don't talk like that.
1: What? It bugs me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's annoying.
0: That's kind of like my narrating voice. That's my Morgan Freeman. I don't like it. Feeling afraid is a natural human emotion. Actually, you know what? Is that true? It is, but there's only two natural fears in humans. It's uh the fear of falling. And drowning. Nope. Uh, falling and loud noises. Everything else is learned. Although drowning would be terrible. Yeah. Um, basically, the premise of this is just don't... You don't have to reject your fears. I would say learn to understand them. And that's something for your mental health, I think, is great. Just evaluating why you fear certain things can help you guys You know, get clarity and help just uncover some of the things in your life that are causing you anxiety and we all fear certain things and i think you can go down we've talked about this before in the podcast like the six you know human needs that we all kind of have to to feel a certain way and i think for a lot of us the fear of stuff causes anxiety the example i give you in, in the season of life that we all just move through you know if you're talking about like it's march and it's a COVID stuff i believe most of us were like super scared and that we thought we were all going to drop dead because they're saying oh a million people alone in california are going to die like they're saying all these really drastic things and you're like holy shit that's a lot of people and it's tragic anytime life is lost of course but that that fear gave you this anxiety of like oh my god i can't leave the house we had people like you know wiping down their groceries like changing their like doing all these things that I don't think many of us are doing now
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but there was this anxiety of that or the fear of oh what if I do shitty at my job or what if my job doesn't come back to me it creates this anxiety in your life but you have to ask yourself like is that are these fears or is the anxiety is it rational or not and we all we do this though we play these worst case scenarios in life and never best case scenarios like you know ne- like we it's weird we I don't know why this is or at least I don't naturally do that maybe I'm naturally just a a, a negative human I guess really deep down but I never come home and be like well you know what maybe there's gonna be a, a check in the mailbox today for a million dollars yeah like I never think that's gonna happen I was like well I open up the mail and I'm like what is it today I probably got a bill for something because I guess that's just what inherently what what happens more often than not but yet we all have these things that we fear And it's to understand, like, why you fear them. Maybe the way that you were brought up as a child. Who knows what it is? But don't run from it. I guess I would urge anybody to just... To understand. I
1: think, like, write them down. And then start to break each one of those down. And figure out how you can either overcome them. Or at least alleviate some of the anxiety. Or take action in certain areas of your life to change.
0: Yeah. And I think all you can do is be proactive about Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, for people you know if you take this season of life people are like well I'm or
1: go or get help if you need it you know go see a therapist or whatever the case may be 100% mm-hmm. especially
0: if, if it's crippling to yeah. you and i think my my fear and this is a real one for me is if this season of life has caused people to be different forever in in a negative way i know and what i mean is that people are scared to leave their house And that's fine if you are, but if it's holding you back from living your life and going to see people and do things and I don't know how long that goes on for some people. And I think there's like a some stress that will stay with a lot of people for for a very long time. And so it's like if you're fearful, like well what can you do to be proactive? I'm like, Well, you know, if it is about your health, all you can do is put yourself in the best position to be healthy. Eat right, exercise, drink water, take the proper supplements, like that should alleviate a lot of the anxiety because you're being proactive with things. You know, and everybody had, like, do you have any fears? What is your fear, Heather?
1: I have a lot of fears. What's one? I you guess. Don't want, you don't
0: want to be real on the podcast?
1: Well, I'm just trying to... You caught me off guard. Um, I think the fear of regret, you know, not fully embracing everything I want to accomplish in life and...
0: That's probably a big one for most people.
1: Challenging myself, you know, am I, could I challenge myself even more?
0: Um, am I wasting my talent?
1: Am I wasting my years? Am I living my best life possible? <laughs> and I feel like I am, but I feel like I could do more. I always feel like, so.
0: I think most achievers do that, feel that though. Yeah. But you don't have anxiety about it, or do you?
1: Uh, I, I do yeah with like for example just the job situation or you know should I be doing something else should I be pushing myself to learn a whole new skill or complete like take more risk basically yeah. you don't want to make the wrong am yeah. I just staying in my comfort zone cause like that's a fear I don't want to I want to grow and evolve and not stay where it's safe.
0: That makes total sense. I think we all have something for sure. I guess the uncertainty—that's the most thing. I just and if I want
1: In sharks, I sure. <laughs> am terrified of sharks.
0: <laughs> I'm scared of llamas, personally.
1: Um. Oh my gosh, we went to last night after dinner we stopped i wanted to go see the farm animals there's like a neighborhood like a mile away from our house and i like to like ride my bike or jog on over because the animals make me happy and i took jeremy there last night and the llama like was like freaking him out i'm like oh my gosh he was you big. are such a whim. he was big they're like so gentle giants yeah but they're so he had this sweet. look in his eye like... he's like coming right towards jeremy because yeah. the fence is pretty low I'm like he's where not gonna eye, bite where you. about eye to
0: eye. I'm like this dude looks like he's about to like headbutt me or <laughs> something. So oh, I'm funny. scared. So I'm scared of uncertainty, llamas. <laughs> uh, that's probably my big two right now. Uh, I mean, we all have something. I mean, I, I'm like all of you guys. It's the same stuff. I just like to have some certainty in life and and freedom is my big two. And when those have been restricted during the six months, you don't like
1: being controlled. I fucking hate
0: it, man. I can't. That's why I do this for a living. I'd work 100 hours a week for myself and make 10 bucks a year if it meant I had some control over it. But I feel better that way. I'd much rather be driving the boat than just be a passenger in the boat in life, though. And I feel the more, I guess, what you really understand is like you don't control anything at the end of the day. We think we do with these little worlds that, you know, but who knows what could happen to me tomorrow but I like to have a sense of like I'm free and I like to you know I don't want to believe this is the matrix and I'm plugged into a machine right now I like to believe that this is a I have a choice the way I'm living my life every single day and my fear would be for that to be taken away like hey go sit back in your house again for six months because it's safer for you like I don't want other people making that decision for me I want to be able to make my own decisions and live my own life. That's why I live in America, and that's why I think it's still an amazing place because we have freedoms that a lot of other people don't have that we can say and do things that a lot of other places aren't allowed to do. Anyways, on to number seven. Trust yourself to make good decisions for yourself. That I do. But a lot of people doubt themselves and their ability to do what's right and I think a lot of people second guess their their gut feelings or like you know what's in their heart and some people that that's maybe great because I guess some people maybe their rash decisions get them into trouble but I think for a lot of people like you know deep down like what's the right and wrong thing to do like you feel it
1: is and example. validate those feelings by communicating what's on your mind don't suppress them like trust your gut really trust your gut feeling and Embrace it, learn from it, be your best advocate, because you know yourself better than anyone else does.
0: Well, and you'll ask me stuff, and I'm always like, "Well, you know." I know, and you I like know that. How, you though, know like, how you feel, more but than
1: then I it it forces me to answer my own question. Like I I want to hear your opinion, but then I don't want it to influence.
0: Well, it can either validate or.
1: I just like to hear some feedback and then I can choose what's right for me.
0: Well, Well, you probably already know what you're going to do deep down. And sometimes we we like affirmation from other people. I just
1: need to talk things through and then think on it and then react. I
0: don't think that's a bad thing. But I, I would tell people like if you feel something deep down, but then you ask people and they think it's completely the other way. I wouldn't change your mind over that you just you note it and then you keep moving forward because the example i give is like okay i'm sure if i really would have i thought this was a good decision to start this business 10 11 years ago with no money and no resources and no education now clearly that would not be my advice to anybody else because it's a terrible thing to do but i felt that somehow i would just work hard enough to make it happen but i'm sure if i asked My dad like deep down or my mom deep down, what do you think? They're probably like, you're an idiot. They didn't say that to me, but that I had to trust myself that it was a good decision. Luckily, it worked out. Well,
1: and this goes into number eight. Taking every opportunity life presents or create your own. The timing is never going to be perfect for that next big step in your life. Um, The setup may not be ideal, but that shouldn't hold you back from reaching to meet your goals and dreams. Instead, seize the moment because it may never come back. And I think that's what you did. And that was like both of us moving away after college, moving away from our home states, creating our own life here in Arizona. And we just, we had those dreams and we just went for it. And you don't know until you try.
0: No, and there's no perfect time for anything. Although timing does matter for a lot of things. I think you can get lucky or unlucky you can have a great idea and a great opportunity it just might not be the right time and that happens too but sometimes you just have to make it be the right time and I always say for this it's easy to talk about it now because it's a decade later but when you don't have a lot to lose it's a lot easier to make those decisions like when those opportunities present itself like what was I going to lose a shitty job like, yeah. the, no money I didn't have. Like, it was easy. Like, you you could be reluctantly taking risks, too, for all of you guys listening out there. But I know a lot of people will think, ah, it's, it, it comes back to the perfectionist. Like, it's not the perfect time. And it's ready, aim, and then maybe never fire. I would urge you to just, you know, take a chance reluctantly if you're going to do something. Like, maybe it works both ways. I've heard people say, you know, you always have like a backup plan, you could do something or the people who are like, well, how you really jump is, you know, you burn the plane, and you got to jump out with the parachute. And that's the only chance you have. But I think a lot of people don't take all the opportunities that come their way, like for you, for example, like, let's say they called you and said, Hey, do you want to come back to work on this temporary assignment for the next, you know, three months or whatever it is, it's, not exactly what you're doing it'll be something new it'll be different it might not be as fun and you just said ah no i'm gonna just sit on my ass you didn't though no you just took the opportunity that was presented to you and you're gonna make the best of it and do the best that you can And that's all you can do in the current season right and that's what everybody has to do so don't send the sidelines and do nothing be proactive in your life you're in
1: charge of your your own life
0: nobody else Ever regardless of what you think or the story you tell yourself, like you are you're the author of your book and you're the only one writing it. number nine put
1: we already talked kind of touched on put this. yourself first put yourself first, don't feel bad about doing it. Treat women yourself. especially treat yourself like <laughs> me at Nordstrom <laughs> Women especially can grow accustomed to putting others first Mom, moms like, moms moms specifically. Sure. Um, although there's a time and a place for this, it shouldn't be, it should not be a habit that costs you your mental or emotional well-being. Find the time to decompress, do things, you know, independently that provide you with fulfillment and happiness in whether it's like a hobby or a passion project or something, a girl's night to get away, a guy's night, um, And it can be something so simple like spending the day in bed or going outdoors in nature. Find ways to help you um, dedicate self-care and time because once you can really master putting yourself first, especially women, you can just be so much better, a better partner, a better parent, a better friend, family member, and it just bleeds into all the other areas of your life.
0: I see it a lot here with. I see it with dudes too, honestly, who put their career before themselves. And even though they think that the career is themselves, it's not because it comes at the cost of their physical health, eating habits, drinking habits. There's mental stress, there's emotional stress, there's time away from family and kids. I, I see it with women too, the career women here, which is even harder for them because they have that mom gene that's like pulling them in, in multiple directions but I see it and
1: again society standards of gosh that's a whole nother topic which uh, is crazy like a working mom or a stay-at-home mom and just like
0: but the like and that well, okay well, let's say it's a stay-at-home mom which we see a, a decent chunk of them come in here they'll have given up everything for these kids for so many years and like okay well now I'm gonna you know get back into Fitness. Now I'm going to get back to eating right and doing this. But I'm like, for five or six years, they punted everything for these kids. And I'm like...
1: Or their job and, and then...
0: Or both. And you see them suffer because of it. And I, I don't know how to navigate it. I'm not a woman. I'm not a mom. I have no idea. It seems like the hardest fucking thing hardest ever. job ever. But what I will say, the ones that I see here that are the happiest, they do put their mask on first. Just like they teach you on the airplane, it's the same thing here. For my personal experience, if I'm, if I'm not mentally in a good space, if I'm not emotionally in a good space, if I'm not physically active, if I'm not eating right and doing all these little things for me, I can't do shit for you. I can't do anybody for anybody here. I'm a terrible coach. I'm a terrible listener. I'm terrible at everything because I'm in my own head. I always say I have to create my own ecosystem and world to be this person. And if I can't do that, then I can't be this for everybody else. And so selfishly, I'll always do some things for me before I can do anything for you or my friends or my family or anybody here we work with. That's how I have to operate. Mm -hmm. And I say that, to me it goes down to the the very base level. It's the reason why I'll never live in a $2 million house and have a $10,000 a month house payment because I would be so stressed about making the payments. That would take away from my creativity. That would take away from me being a good husband to you. That would take away from me being able to have my brain be clear and help people.
1: I feel the same.
0: I have to be healthy. If I'm like, if I have a drinking problem, if I'm eating like shit and my body feels trashed, that's going to be consuming my mind and taking away mental energy that I could be spending with actually helping somebody else get past their eating issues. Like, so that's what I think about when I think put yourself first. I don't know what you all have to do. I have my own process. Heather has her own process. And we have
1: to respect that of each other. And if
0: if you don't do yours, you're not pleasant to be around
1: i know same with you oh my gosh like we both love our own routines
0: you have to have it Mm -hmm. and there's certain things that we all each individually need and that's what i mean it doesn't mean like be a selfish asshole and don't do other things for other people it's do things for you at this base level so you can do things for everybody else otherwise everybody else is suffering even if you don't think they are because you're never going to be as happy and as productive and as mindful as you can because you're there's resentment in that Oh, yeah. And if you didn't let me do my process, I would well, I'd have to get rid of you.
1: I'd get rid of you, too. I would be like, <laughs> you're done.
0: <laughs> but, like, but, like, we don't have rules like that. Like, I don't care what you do ever and always. Like, it just, it, we, we can't op- we can't operate that way. No. But what I'm saying is, like, if you were like, Jeremy, you can't do this and this, I'd be like, even if I could stay with you somehow which I don't see how it'd be possible, I would resent you for it. And be like, you're holding me back. That's f- how I would feel. Yes. And I don't think anybody I literally
1: should- started resenting you because I wasn't making money this six months. And it was how like- is that,
0: How is that my fault? But I mean, like, I didn't... Did I tell you you couldn't But it, like,
1: um, mentally, it just... Bugged me, and it was like I have to rely on this man in my life. Well,
0: I'm the man of the house. So that's how it's <laughs> going to be. Whatever.
1: Us. I just was like, no, we are equal partners. It's like in- Mad Men
0: at our house. Come home, have a beer ready for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Dinner. Do the dishes.
1: Um, you did I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> and that's never going to be in your life.
0: I could never. It would be. Ter- it sounds terrible to me. No offense for that to anybody who lives that life. It's, it's great for you. That doesn't work at our house. Uh, for sure. But no, it's. Well, that's why I had you come on. The, the podcast and i had you film videos and do yeah. everything i could and i'm like i want you to feel like you're being as productive as you can be but don't resent no, me for that you. it's not I, my fault it's not no my i fault.
1: know i just was getting to that point where i'm like
0: you're a hater <laughs> you're one of my haters like on instagram man anyways the takeaway do things for yourself it's not selfish get yourself in a good space and you can put everybody else in that same good space which brings me to number 10 Feel pain and the joy as fully as you can. That's this season of life, basically. I know.
1: Oh, I've felt the pain. You know? <laughs> but I've also experienced joy, too, during this period.
0: Well, and I think, hey, we're luckier. Perspective. We're luckier than most people. Mm-hmm. So this has sucked for you and for me and all the shit. But I still understand, like, how good I have it compared yeah. to the 8 billion people in the world. But I also don't run away from it, even though there's probably days where we all did this. It's like the... What is, somebody shared that. On, it was on Instagram. It was, like, it was like NyQuil, but you could take it for the whole year and just, like, wake up in 2021. And, like, you would go to bed at, like, 7 o'clock.
1: It was, like, 8, but...
0: <laughs> the like, the kids then are, like... When this is, like, during, like, the real lockdown stuff where it's just, like... We just, I was, just, you just get sad, man. It just sucks. I
1: was just like, I just want the next day to come because it sucks. <laughs> you almost
0: try to like sleep away the day because. Which is so sad. And so, you, should, you should never wish away your life.
1: But then that's why I started planning all these adventures because I was like, I have to have some joy in my life and make the best of these times.
0: But it's like, you almost want to like speed up so you don't have to feel the, the stress and the pain and the agony of it. And I, I understand that. But, but
1: we would talk, I mean, every day about our emotions and through this whole time, like really allowing ourselves to feel all the feelings. Just weird. Because it's been, I feel like I was just a hot mess at times and just like so up and down and all over the place.
0: Well, because the easier answer is just like run away, right? Like we'd be like, oh, we we'll just sell everything and just buy an A-frame cabin in the woods and just like figure it out yeah but
1: and i would vent to friends and thank you to my friends that i would vent to i really appreciate it
0: (laughs) well that's why i watched log cabin living eight whole seasons because i just would just you it would be like 28 minutes of like daydreaming about this other life that's not the shit i have to deal with right now but you come back to it and you deal with it and yeah there's a couple days where i just like i'm like this whole day just sucks because you can't
1: just felt like it's never ending. You can't
0: get rid of the feeling when you're like, when you're stressed about something or you're worried about it or it's like you can't control it. That's my problem is like not having to, you can't do anything to fix it. And most times you can do things. You can make a definitive decision. Like you just, you know, you bite the bullet or you just, you cut it loose if you can or you just, you make a choice. But in this thing you couldn't. And for me, that's probably the hardest thing is not having control over it. And feeling like you're being unfairly fucked.
1: And it was just like bad news after bad news on both sides for both of us. So it was like, it was just hard to feel good.
0: Yeah. And so you felt like shit and you just, you dealt with it. Cause I'm like in most things in life, the answer, like from my old man or whoever, be like, you just work hard. You just work really hard. You put your head down and like you just get through it. But I'm like, they're telling you can't even go work. You can't even go, you can't do anything to fix it. And there's no, like, you're just like in this shit box of a thing. And that's a terrible place to be at. I feel horrible for people who feel helpless and hopeless in situations. I really do. Like if you're uh, in an abusive relationship, if you're in a, a shitty marriage, if you're in a, a dead end thing and you feel this hopelessness, it's a it's a terrible place to be. And the point of driving in is like, those things I think sometimes exist so like we appreciate all the good shit that does come with it but I guess you you can't really you can't run from them and every day can't be you know a vacation either because then you would get numb to that and so there's always going to be peaks and valleys for sure and just know if you're in you're in the valley right now it will not last forever even though this has went on way longer than I want it to and hopefully we just keep we keep moving forward but Feelings are real. We all have them. None of us are immune to them. You know, death happens, loss happens, joy happens, gifts happen, and you just got to take them to go with the bad. I agree. Number 11, exercise boldness in public. What does that even mean?
1: Get into the habit of speaking your mind. Boom. I can do that. Boldness is like a muscle. It grows the more you exercise it. Don't wait for permission to take a seat at the table, join the conversation, contribute your thoughts, take action, and know your voice is just as important as anyone else. That's a good one. I think this podcast was very helpful for allowing both of us to kind of speak our mind and express ourselves. And the more I was doing it, it, it was like a muscle, it grows, and you just get better and better and you feel more confident in having a voice and putting things out there.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's baffling to me. You know, you didn't want to do it at first. I'm like the more you do it, you'll just be normal. And like you would always have to like write down all these things and you would like yeah. you would and now Part of it
1: was cuz I was just struggling very confused with my whole situation that I couldn't I just didn't feel motivated to you
0: don't feel inspired to say things because you feel like crap and you have to like I would tell you Mike you just got to gut through it man because for the people who I know feel so much worse than you and that
1: was like my inspiration was like okay if I can help just one person feel better because I'm not feeling great like that's why I'm gonna be on this podcast so
0: and if you believe in things like karma or the universe or God, or whatever your thing is. And like, I think sometimes you're put in a position. I believe this. Like, if it's, if you are in a position that you feel better than others, then you should it's do like what you calling. can to help them feel like you feel.
1: Yeah. It's like how I feel like it, it's my service. It's my obligation to use this time for good. And I have control of, o- over that. And, So thank you for pushing me and supporting me because I love when I get messages from people saying it was helpful or, you know, they're just having a conversation with me from across the United States or, and it just makes me feel so good. Like, okay, well, this matters and this is what's important to share.
0: And the f- the fact that you live in a time when you can do it though, I know, like some lady in Nebraska is driving her car right now, listening to you talk. Yeah, it's insane. They never met you, never seen you,
1: or even I know we have international, uh, yeah,
0: other countries, which is even more insane.
1: I know it's really cool. So thank you for listening. I hope um, you find these helpful, and I'm always I always love the feedback because um, it it does help me to want to continue to do it
0: it's your oxygen and I would say this if you're listening uh, this point in particular don't wait for permission to do something Uh, if you're a creator just create dude like if you want to create a website or a personal brand or Instagram page or YouTube page or a podcast or a blog like just do it dude like your voice matters just as much as mine and anybody else's in the world and if you haven't if there's ever been a time in life and I'll say this right now that you understand that the world is made up of people no smarter than you and it's all like we're just making up shit like we all have like you're from the school that you attended to your parents putting it together to your government leaders to anybody we're all just normal humans we're all flawed we all fuck up we all make mistakes and their voice is no more important than yours They just maybe have had more practice or more experience or they've dove into a a certain subject area, but your voice does matter. So speak up and and share your mind if it's putting out positive, awesome stuff into the world because we need more of that. The negative people just tend to be louder, even though there is way less of them. So if you are listening to this, join the conversation, man, and just be an awesome creator and put good shit out in the world because I promise you it helps everybody.
1: And for women, speak up. I know I've struggled with that in the corporate World and sharing my opinions and thoughts, and holding back, and you just can't do that. It's the world in our country, we need more women to stand up and express themselves, and share their ideas and their intelligence, and just what they have to bring to the table is so important. It's my women empowerment to us.
0: Amen. Number 12. See beauty in the simple things.
1: Try to notice at least one beautiful small thing around you every single day. Make note of it. Be grateful for it. Gratitude not only gives you perspective, it's essential to help you find joy. And I've been doing this when I meditate in the morning. I think of something that... I'm so grateful for um maybe it happened yesterday or it happened you know in the morning, the night before that past week, but something I can focus on to truly just be so happy about that in my life and um and then set other positive like affirmations for the day, but really just even if it's admiring your backyard or. For example, it's on top of mine, but now the Northwest finally got rain, so there's bright blue skies again, and the fire, the smoke has left most most areas, I think. And just to have so much gratitude for the fresh breath of air and, and just focusing on those simple things can really impact your mental state for the entire day.
0: Well, it's all little stuff. It's kind of, when you think of your life, I think most of us anyway, we we waste time on these big, what they seem like they're big things, and we put so much stock and value in that, yet those aren't the things, to me, that are the most important. Like, we're out to dinner last night with our friends. I don't give a shit about their house. I don't give a shit about the cars they drive. I don't even really care what they do for work. As Mm -hmm. long as they're happy doing it. I care just hanging out with them.
1: Yeah, and just having fun.
0: Just a conversation with them. Enjoying
1: each other's company.
0: And you take every day, like, every day I wake up, our dog, like, is just, she's on one all the time. Three o'clock in the morning, like, where's my treats? But it's like, it's such a small thing, but I love it so much. We go out, we have our treats, we pet her. I'm like, it's one of the best parts of my day, and it's ten minutes. And it's so simple and basic. Yeah, we get wrapped up in like all these other things. And I'm like, not that they're not important. And you important.
1: overlook it. It's like you have to seek it out. You have to look for the joy. You have to look for the beauty in the small things, especially now.
0: Like it's, that's what life is to me. It's all these little moments. That's what makes like drinking good coffee, driving to work with my windows down and the breeze is cool. Like the fact that I show up here in a parking lot and other people are crazy enough to do the same thing at five o'clock in the morning, like... I have so much gratitude for that. Just going to a
1: restaurant. Gosh, it was like forever since like February. And then our anniversary was last week. We finally went out to a restaurant for a date night.
0: That's half a year. And 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 then
1: being with friends last night was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm like, this is so great. It was like, we've been to that restaurant so many times and I love it. Chelsea's Kitchen. But not for years. I haven't been there for years. But hadn't been there in a long time. And... I just had, like, such a greater sense of appreciation and gratitude for the moment and the food. and
0: You just appreciate, like, your normal, basic life. Yeah. And maybe that's a, a positive of this season is that you just, you appreciate what, and not this, the new normal. No, no. Your normal life. Like, when you can give your friends a hug. Like, when you can go out to dinner. When you can hang out with each other. Like on a boat or go for a walk or you play golf together whatever the fuck it is like you just to that's such basic stuff and that's what life is it's hanging out watching sports together or whatever it may be like to me that's what it's the most simplistic things i like actually having people come in here and be on the podcast again normal stuff and that's everything to me number 13 the final be kind to yourself don't call yourself a loser (laughs) heather
1: yeah don't do that but the world is full of harsh words and critique don't add yours to the mix be kindly to yourself don't call yourself mean things celebrate yourself you've come so far and grown so much don't forget to celebrate yourself and not only on your birthday
0: boom but it's true though So true. Most people are their own worst enemy because most of the things that are limiting people in their lives are the stories that they're telling themselves or the shit that their family fed them or some teacher fed them or somebody put this bullshit belief system in their head and then they can't get out of it. Because nobody's born thinking they're too fat, they're too stupid, they're too slow, they're too dumb that they can't learn. Nobody naturally thinks that. I don't really believe so. Like, those are ideas that are implanted in your head along the way because you compared or somebody told you that or whatever it was. But that's not real shit. And you don't need to say that to yourself because there's enough people out there who are going to tell you you suck. Trust me, I hear it every single day. You don't need to tack it on top of that. Right. And most people are guilty of and that. And
1: what works for me, because I do struggle with this at times, but I do, uh, going back to my morning meditation, I I started to I start to... I started out with like breathing, but then I start talking to myself in my head and sometimes even out loud. And I know it sounds corny if you've never done it before, but it does help. And you can say things to yourself like today, I'm going to be so confident in these areas, whether it's like preparing for a meeting or even like putting myself out there and doing a workout that Jeremy's going to film. I'm not going to be hard on myself. Um...
0: It's it's a big one
1: yeah today today it was all about just it was giving myself a pep talk to go um to go exercise because i was tired and it's hot out still and and also just sometimes it's it's it can be anything that makes you feel good and powerful but you have to realize like how far you've come you have survived many things in your life, and it's it's so powerful to ho- to have those positive talks to yourself. Because if you don't, you're just gonna let everybody everybody else like control how you think of yourself.
0: I just don't understand. Don't we all talk to ourselves all day? Like, that's, I feel like I do it all day long in my head. Oh yeah. Like that's all my day is. Is listening to people and then me just talking to my own brain, like I feel like I'm a crazy person, but isn't that not what we all? Yeah,
1: do? It just self-love takes practice, and it's not going to happen overnight, and you just have to be aware of how you are how you are to yourself and improve upon it, and it just takes work.
0: I just don't understand how you can do anything. If you're overly negative to yourself day after day, after day, after day. And you have to just basically ask yourself, like, where do these ideas come from? Like, where do these thoughts come from? And most people don't take the step to think of the next level of thoughts. They just accept it and, oh, I'm just too stupid. I'm like, well, why do you think that, though? Like, where does that belief system come from? Like, did
1: someone tell you that or did you have some experience in school or there's there's a lot of that you have to to, you have to strip it away and unpack all those feelings and in moments in your life that have caused you to have those self-doubts and to be to be mean to yourself really
0: when you have to look at your progression probably as a person like if you're listening to this and you're 30 years old like do you know how dumb you probably were at 20 and if you're 30 and now you're 35 you're probably you know how dumb it was at 30, and I'm sure you go to 40, and 45, and 50, and so on, like, we're only all just getting better as we go, and you have to kind of celebrate the maturation process, and the progression of you, if you've made huge strides in who you are as a person, like, the dude I was at 20, compared to now, is like a different human, people probably listen to me, and like, what the hell happened to this dude, I'm like, well, life happened, and I fucked up a lot, and I choose to, you know, not, you know, live, in regret and live with like well I've made so many mistakes I'm a complete loser I'm like well I guess I was but you can take those opportunities to learn and become a better person moving forward and you got to be your own biggest fan man you really do like you have to give yourself probably pep talks and I do sometimes too even just to work out like I'll be tired I don't want to do it but I'm like you just you you consistently talk yourself into doing these things you consistently give yourself pep talks you consistently like pat yourself on the back and basically root yourself on every single day that's all we do that's that's the difference between the people who win and lose all it is is the systems and the habits that they put in place and that comes down to how you speak about yourself every single day and if you're you know for lack of a better term an asshole to yourself you're probably not going to be super successful but if you can love yourself and be nice to yourself and speak kindly about yourself and all the progress that you've made i think you're going to be okay i agree so even if you struggle right now with it, whatever you guys are going through and been through, it hasn't killed you yet. It's only planted
1: you to be and it's like, badass. You know, you and I, it's like, again, it's, we all have our crap that we have to deal with and I just, it's normal. Like everybody has, especially now, it's something that they're um, challenged with and struggling with and it's it's okay but you have to like work on the things that you need to improve and, and love yourself.
0: Yes, just don't don't be your own worst enemy, everybody. So that is 13 steps to achieving total self-love.
1: That was fun. I I like this one.
0: So, hopefully if you guys take some of these um I'll probably try to put this out in the newsletter, uh part of the written stuff. This is from Healthline, right? Yeah. The original uh, transcript. Uh, it's from Healthline, and then I'll put these together, remix with our stuff with the podcast link, but you're all listening right now. If you are in iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Go to your podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop me a five-star, leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. And if you think this can help a friend or a fan member and you've got a long car ride coming and you need something to listen to for about the next two hours, this would be something you should share with them. We truly would appreciate it. And again, reminder to you guys, our 28-day intermittent fasting for Fat Loss Challenge is kicking off here in 13 days in about two hours, which October the 5th. And I believe we close registration down on October the 3rd just to get everybody kind of cohorted into the group itself. I think we're going to put 100 people in here total So if you're interested in learning about intermittent fasting, the different protocols that might work for you in your life, or you just want to try something new in terms of fitness and eating, you can rock with me for the next 28 days, and we'll give you guys all a little podcast discount code for being such amazing humans and listening to us ramble on about all of our nonsense in our life and the things that we do to kind of navigate it, and hopefully they help you as well, so thanks heather
1: thanks for having me
0: (laughs) um anything else you guys want to hear from me or from heather or from us together please uh send the DMs, send the emails and again obviously any feedback you just you know hey i like the podcast or hey you guys suck i appreciate all the honesty and all the feedback i take the good with the bad on that and i appreciate all of it so thank you guys have an amazing rest of your sunday and as always until next time eat well train hard be nice to people and please you guys keep doing shit you love a people you enjoy because your life is too short not to we'll talk to you soon peace